Hello, and welcome to another bonus episode of the Physique Development Podcast. This show is normally a question and answer based show where we take questions we have been asked by our listeners and answer them through our industry experience as coaches and from our own professional perspectives. Today, we have another one of the PD coaches on staff joining us. So today, I'm joined by Katie Clementi. Hello. You'll be hearing from Katie, being able to get to know a little bit more about who she is, learning about her transition from a competitor to having a little bit more balanced lifestyle. And then we will be diving into an educational segment of her choice, which is really being able to um, talk about how clients can work on their fitness, physique, and strength goals while having that balance. So it's something that Katie has very much so implemented within her own daily life. And she does a great, great job of being able to have that balance of having the healthy lifestyle, doing things that are going to make her body feel best, that are going to benefit her, but also making sure tequila is also enjoyed (laughs) as well. Of course. (laughs) So we'll go ahead and have Katie take it away first second, why don't you go ahead and tell us just a a little bit about yourself, kind of just some bullet points to get to know you. All right. So I'm Katie. Um, I am from Bloomington, Indiana. I have been in, I guess, the fitness industry, as we all call it, for about four or five years now. Um, Started a long time ago. I was just at a gym working out um, after playing high school sports where I'd gotten hurt, couldn't play anymore. I was like, well, what do I do now? So I ended up in the gym, meeting all sorts of people, um, ended up competing at a really, really young age, and that's okay, but I learned a lot, and then just kind of stemmed from there, working about, around a lot of um, educated people, a lot of people who could teach me things, as well as in supplement stores, all that good stuff, so. Yeah. And why don't you tell me a little bit about your personal life? So do you have a dog? Do you okay. have a significant oh, yeah. other? So that too. Um, my personal life is I think way more fun sometimes, but, um, so I have a boyfriend of almost four years, Zachary, and then I have two dogs, Odin and Ollie. Odin is two and he is insane. And Ollie <laughs> is about only like, I think six months, but he is also insane. So it's a fun time. Um, our house is crazy and about to get a little bit more crazy. Exactly. And then in, I think, many months four more months um we'll have a little baby a little baby girl so it's fun it's really exciting that's why i say it's a little more interesting (laughs) but that's where we're at there we can't wait we're really excited yeah (laughs) the first pd baby so we're very very excited about that um so i just want you to give a short we don't need to go too far into this being able to talk about kind of how you started to work with physique development um being able to talk about your relationship with alex and that and then um transitioning over to a coach and then we'll go a little bit more in depth on some different topics. Okay, cool. Um, So I reached out to Alex through Instagram, I believe it was, filled out a type form um, because I knew I'd wanted to get back into competing. And I didn't know kind of where to go. I had good knowledge on my own. I knew what I should do, but I definitely knew that I needed to learn more and have someone guiding me. So through that, we prepped. Um, I learned a lot just working with him as a client, just about training, different styles of training, nutrition things to try, all that good stuff. And then as our coach-client relationship grew, he brought up the opportunity that physique development would be bringing on coaches soon and wanted to see if I was interested. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and so with competing, uh, you had a great season when you did compete. And what does it like, what has life looked like as you've transitioned out of competing? So I would say transitioning out of competing, I've definitely put more focus on other parts of my life, obviously, but it was slowly hard to get out of that. Um, just the mentality that you have as a competitor throughout a prep, 
you just get almost so sucked into it where everything else doesn't really take a backseat, but it does a little bit. So coming out of that, being able to find a balance of what truly is important in other aspects of your life, other relationships, work, goals, things like that. Um, so finding that was really, really key to being able to transition out of it in a healthy way. Yeah, I think it's something that um, when it comes to competing, also, this doesn't mean that Katie will never compete again. She could right. easily get back up on stage and school us all. She is very, very strong well, and very you. jacked. So if you go and look at her Instagram after we put it in the show notes and we talk about it at the end, you'll see that she is jacked. Um, but it is something that we this decision um, for being able to not prep this coming year, um, it was something that transitioning into it. Like she said, it's not that you can't give effort to other things, but if you want to be elite at something, you have to give a whole hell of a lot of effort towards it. Yes, And so it's something that if you want to be elite in competing, if you want to be elite in anything in life, it does take your focus and take off of other aspects of life. So I think that's an important thing that when people compete over and over and over again, sometimes it's hard to get lost in what else is happening in life or to have goals outside of competing. So transitioning to having those goals outside of competing, what does that look like? And even just talking about the freedom or the time you've been able to devote to other other things. Yeah. So outside of competing, I knew that I wanted to obviously become a better coach, learn under you and Alex. And I knew that without competing on my plate that I would be able to focus on those things a little more. Um, As well as I did have a transition last year, I moved from my hometown. I never thought in a million years that I would do that. So that was another transition I had to work through. Um, And just being able to really focus on majorly those two things, I think was huge. And it was really smart to just take the time away from competing to do that. Because if you were competing and trying to probably transition through all of that, I'm pretty sure you have done it. But (laughs) I think that I would be in a huge, huge like mental mess. Mm -hmm. So just knowing your limits is also kind of something that comes along with that. Like just knowing that it's just too much for me mentally to handle was, I think, a huge role too. Yeah. And that was something else I wanted to touch on. It's always been something that I've admired of you knowing where your limits are and being able to have a conversation with yourself of, is this going to be the best situation? And we've talked about just even, I mean, Alex and I have talked about and talked about a relationship going through prep and how hard it is on a relationship and being able to take that time away, not only for yourself, because everyone needs time away from the stage, (laughs) um, but to be able to focus on relationships in your life that maybe weren't as well watered (laughs) um, as they would have been um, if you weren't in prep. So that's something that I've always really admired about Katie is knowing that step of, okay, what is going to best suit me versus just looking at what do I want to do right this second? And what do I want to do with my life? And what kind of person do I want to be in my life? Um, Because Katie and I have had lots of conversations (laughs) about how sometimes in prep, we might be a little bit (laughs) mean. A little bit. Um, (laughs) And it's just something that extreme dieting uh, takes that toll on you. Um, But being aware of that and knowing what quality of person you want to be, um, I think is something that's really great that a lot of people don't reflect enough on. So um, I do want to dive into that balance a little bit more and kind of talking about some of your hardships because transitioning out of a prep, whether it's like, okay, I'm done with competing for forever, or if it's something like 
hey, I just need to take some time and not have a timeline that I'm getting back on stage. Um, what did what were some of the roadblocks you hit? What were some of the things you struggled with mentally? Um, and what would be advice giving to someone transitioning and not having a timeline for the next time they step, step on stage? Okay. Um, I would say the first thing that wasn't necessarily a roadblock, but kind of something that you have to get over was accepting the decision that you make, like just knowing that I might not get on stage next year, maybe I will. But having that in the back of your mind can be hard to accept at first, especially when you see everyone else still competing. Mm -hmm. You see everyone else dieting, like getting shredded, looking awesome. And you're like, well, I want to still do that. (laughs) Um, But like you mentioned, just knowing that like, it's not going to serve you. Um, So I think that was the first thing. And the second thing would probably be, as usual, just Gaining your weight back slowly, um, being able to still love the body that you're in and working with, but knowing that like this is where you are going to thrive the best. You don't need to be staging all the time. Uh, 90% of the time, no one cares if you're <laughs> shredded with ab veins or anything like that. Um, but those two, I think, were definitely huge roadblocks for me um, because I caught myself so many times <clears throat> throughout my reverse diet. It was a while ago, but I would be like, I just want to stay lean. I just want to stay lean. I just want to hold on to this. But also like finding that fine line, like, no, Katie, you can't just stay lean forever. You can't just be jacked forever. Um, and working through just getting a cycle back to is something mm-hmm. that you also need to know as a female. Um, so those were the huge major roadblocks, I would say. Yeah, it's it's hard. I think that within competing, it gets you into a place where stage lean becomes the new, like accepted lifestyle lean, exactly. um, which it, it's a little bit messed up when you think about it. But (laughs) as a competitor, you're constantly being judged on what you look like and trying to get that new low, that new level of leanness, that new level to to level up. And for Katie, she was a figure competitor and that requires a crazy amount of leanness. I mean, you got to be yeah. dick skin lean. I'm just, just going to say bikini, you don't have to be <laughs> as lean, but I mean, some of that criteria is even changing some yeah. of the athletes I've yeah, seen like, recently. <laughs> um, but it's something that being that lean and possibly still seeing people leaner than you, when you transition to a general leanness, it's hard not to view yourself as not lean. Oh, like, yeah. And that's that's the funny thing even with Katie being pregnant is people have been messaging Alex and I just being like, how does Katie have abs when she's pregnant? Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's something that like it, it it's kind of an eye opening of like, oh, I am really lean to the general public. And I have this vision of what I think lean looks like and trying to work on that each and every day. It's something that you get so used to being so small that it's hard to get to that place. Like it's okay to enjoy this or it's okay to see the scale go up a little bit. Um, and it's okay to have other things take priority. That's another thing is that because you love fitness, you're a coach and you're also a competitor, um, doing something where you're not looking quote unquote as fit in your head, not everyone else's head. Um, but it's something that is hard when you're, you're like, this is my identity, but now I'm losing part of that. Even though you're not, it's very easy to get sucked into that. And, um, as Katie had said, just being that level of leanness and realizing that people don't care if you're shredded or not, (laughs) I think is another great, great point because I guarantee there are so many people, especially because Katie also works in a gym in person that don't realize the difference between when you're stage lean and when you're normal lean. They're just like, oh, you're always lean. You look great. You're always jacked. And I'm like, 
thank you. Like 15, <laughs> 20 pounds heavier now, but I appreciate that. <laughs> but that's, I think, a great eye-opener to realize like, hey, I'm seeing myself in a different light. And that sight for that light has its time and place to right. be able to be objective while you're competing, but also being able to change what those objectives are for yourself and being able to be okay with, hey, maybe these few extra pounds on the scale means going to go get Mexican with my yes. boyfriend or going to be able to have some chocolate and eat some cake with my husband, like whatever that may be, recognizing that that trade-off isn't always, oh, tit for tat. It's more so what do I want and what's going to serve me in my life right exactly. now? Exactly. Yes. That, that's one other thing that you brought up, even with like how I am, I'm 20 weeks pregnant now, but just still seeing myself in a different way that way too, from going from a competitor, which is already still kind of hard. I mean, it's been almost a year and a half, but you still have those days where mm -hmm. you're like, I don't even look fit. Like how am I a couch? All that's bad things that you don't want to think to yourself. And then finally being like, all right, I'm healthy. I'm doing this. And then now I'm halfway through a pregnancy and I still am like, but I should look better because like so-and-so looks like this or something like that. So it's kind of a transition that you have to just stay in your own head. Mm -hmm. And it all comes down to just unfortunately not comparing yourself to others, which as females, it just isn't that easy. Anyway, <laughs> <Very> hard. <laughs> yeah. But just things like that. And they just, I wish they would just snap on and off. But I also think competing kind of helps that a little bit, but that's okay. We love to <laughs> yes. see it. We but love we, to do it. We, we love the sport. It comes yes. with its downsides. And that's why I think it's important to talk about them. I, and I in no way talk about any downsides of competing to bash competing. Exactly. I love competing. Right. I still plan on competing. Um, it's something I'm very passionate about. And we're very passionate about being able to help people have healthy preps exactly. through PD and be able to restore their cycle and get yeah, pregnant exactly. a year and a half later, which is a freaking amazing. Yeah. And that's something we want to preach. But we think it's also important to show the real show kind of there are things that we as coaches who should quote, no better, still yeah. struggle with. Exactly. There are things that as competitors, even though we understand where that line is, have a hard time seeing it. So it's something that we at PD always want to be able to show as many sides to the story as possible to be able to make you the most to be able to make the most informed decision on what's going to be best for you, yeah. weighing those pros and cons <laughs> and being able to build that up together. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So another thing, I know you've heard us joke a little bit about Mexican or tequila, <laughs> uh, but it is something that we both have very strong passions very for. Strong. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just need some warm chips, some queso, whatever it may be. A nice mark um, on the rocks. Maybe. Uh, a waiter to buy you shots. <laughs> Who One knows? Of two. <laughs> um, so with that, I think that's an important thing because a lot of people think you can't be fit and still be able to enjoy alcohol or enjoy food right. out. So if you want to talk about how you fit those things in while okay. still being able to think about your fitness goals and your health as a whole, yeah. because we're not just thinking about how do I look? It's how yeah. do I feel? How do I function? What type of person am I? Right. <laughs> and being able to look at it that how way. How will I be two hours from now? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so definitely when it comes down to things like that, enjoying yourself, I guess we could call it. Um, like you mentioned, you want to make sure you're still going to be feeling good and function the best that you can be. So if you know, well, I personally, if I know I'm going to go out to eat or have maybe a couple margs or whatever it may be with Zach, I'll kind of plan for it the day before. So I'm not just kind of winging it and we're, it's 6 p.m. We're like, you know what? We're going to go eat chips and drink margs. Like that's normally not how it happens. Sometimes it is, 
but we try to kind of plan for it. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is definitely going to be making sure that I can get a workout in that day because I'll just feel better about it. Um, I'll just be a little hungrier, things like that. I will order my food with my goals still in mind. So I'm not going to a Mexican place and getting... I don't know, like a wet burrito and like fried a ice deep cream, fried chimichanga <laughs> yeah, covered in sauce. Yeah, I or couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Something like drenched in queso. Like I'll normally just get fajitas without the oil, and I'll ask for it, and I'll stick to like a little, not a little bit of chips, but not as many as I could eat of <laughs> chips. I, and then <laughs> I mean, my whole stomach has a separate section exactly. just for tortilla so chips. It, de- it depends on the day, but we try to like just limit our baskets of chips to be smart and save room for our food. Um, and we also try to have like a drink limit as well. So just knowing what we're doing, drinking water while we're at the meal also is huge. So, and we always try to go for like a walk after just mm-hmm. to get everything digesting. Cause once again, you don't want to go eat Mexican, have marks and then like lay in bed the rest yes, of the night. I mean, maybe you do, but <laughs> you might want to, <laughs> right. but it's not going to feel the best. Exactly. Especially in the next morning when yes. you're just bloated and feel gross and have yes. a training session. <laughs> and I love these points that she made. Go to the gym, not to try to burn off calories that she's going to eat, but because she knows it makes her feel better. Not only mentally right. feel better, but being able to like be like, okay, I accomplished a lot today. I'm excited to go do this. And I got what I needed to get done today. Right. Um, and it can be beneficial to have that meal beforehand or to train before you have that meal. That's definitely right. something even in our PD handbooks we talk about within free meals of getting that training session in. But I just want to make sure that there's an asterisk there that yeah. it's not to burn say. off the calories yeah. that you're about to eat. Right. Um, and then another thing, realize she didn't say I starve myself the whole entire day until yeah. I get there. She eats food. Food. She makes sure she's not going into the meal starving exactly. and then going and being able to enjoy herself because she knows she's checked the boxes before she goes. Exactly. It's not something where she feels out of control and she needs to go crazy and have 17 baskets of chips. It's I'm able to enjoy myself. I'm able to be present with the, my significant other here. Yes. Put the phone away. And that's the the structure we want there. Um, it's it's tiring to track absolutely everything that goes into your mouth all the time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Especially as a competitor when you got to be on it. Which we Uh, can do it, but it's for time and place. Yes. And so being able to have the time where you can be okay with putting your phone away, not tracking to see, but still being mindful. So even though she wasn't tracking, she didn't go AWOL. She didn't turn it into, well, since I'm not tracking, I might as well have that chimichanga. I don't know if that's the one that's deep fried. Now now I'm like like second guessing myself this whole time. (laughs) Um, But being able to still ask for some things that are going to serve your digestion, make sure your sleep is the best quality. That's another thing with drinking too many drinks that could really disrupt your sleep. Um, And then with having that walk afterwards, going on walks and not trying to like, again, burn off calories, but more so for digestion, Digestion. it's going to be huge. Motion is lotion. Move that through your gut. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Being able to turn on that rest and digest. So it's a lot of great points. And it's something that I always really enjoyed seeing Katie transition out of a prep and being able to have those times and realize the importance of those times and not just the importance of making sure that you have a six pack all the time. So um, that's something I definitely wanted to touch on. And then I want to talk to Katie a little bit about kind of her as a coach and what she looks like as a coach um, and what she would say like her coaching encapsulates. Okay. So as a coach, I would say that I am more so, I'm not going to like 
ride your ass all the time, <laughs> but I expect you to work hard and I expect you to follow your plans, check in um, and communicate with me. And I like to have like an open line of communication with my clients. Like, hey, if you're going through something that's hard, if your family is struggling with something and it's going to affect you, I definitely want to know about it. So if I see something in someone's check-in, that looks like it will probably stress them out in other ways or just mentally could be hard. I always do reach out just because I want them to know, for one, they're not alone Mm -hmm. and it could affect what we're trying to work on. And then I also like to make sure that all of my girls know, once again, that like they still can come to me with other things, um, not just like, hey, are my macros okay? Like if there's something that they have a random question with or a food or if they can't figure out why something isn't working, like I want them to know that they can come to me and ask me those things and not have to just like specifically wait until they're checking every week and feel like that's the only time they can talk to me. Yeah. And what would you say one of your favorite parts of coaching is or, and or coaching for PD? Okay. So coaching for PD is um, working for Sue. I'm just kidding. Not, not Alex. <laughs> just kidding. For Her both of you. favorite thing is working with me because <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> My favorite bush. Um, no, it really is a great thing to just be a part of you guys um, as a team and just see what you guys are doing too. Um, I was one of the first coaches to come on and just everything we have going on right now is just amazing. So watching everything grow has been amazing to see through physique development. Um, and one of my favorite parts of just coaching in general is just the relationships that I've built so far. Um, Even with some clients who I don't work with anymore, I still kind of keep in touch with. I mean, they'll send me things. A few girls sent me things that I don't work with anymore, like when they found out I was expecting. So things like that, like I just love, like obviously it's not about the gifts, but it's the fact that I was able to build that relationship with them. And impact their life. Right. And it just makes you feel really good when you know that even though like they're not working with you anymore, like they're still one kicking ass. So that means you taught them something. Mm -hmm. And that's a great feeling. And the second part is like you impact them enough where they took time out of their day to like show you that they impact that yeah. you were impacted so that just just makes my heart so happy yeah and that's something we try to facilitate at pd is when we get on inquiry calls we talk about we want you to go off on your own at one point right. we want you to be able to be successful past us and that speaks volumes that the clients are still crushing it but mm-hmm. still thinking like man i had a great experience with katie and like that it just means so much so that's a, a huge focus for physique development so um now i want to go into some rapid fire just random oh, questions because they're fun yes. and i want people to get <laughs> to know Coach Katie a little bit more. Um, Then we'll go ahead and wrap up and tell you where you can find her on social media, where you can inquire to be able to work with the jacked mama to be um, sitting here next to me. Uh, So what color is your toothbrush? Um, White and pink. (laughs) If you could buy any type of food right now, what would you buy? Probably a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich just because I wanted (laughs) it earlier. Um, uh, What is one thing you would put on your bucket list? Um to go skydiving, which I, I used to be scared of, but now I'm just like, I want to go skydiving. I literally was talking to Alex the other really? day about skydiving. He's too, he's scared of skydiving. I don't think Zach would go either. So I was like, I'll go. Like um, we could go. He told me that I would have to hold a spider <laughs> with my bare hand for him to be able to go skydiving. And I said, sayonara, I'll go by myself. <laughs> yeah, Zach like didn't even like some of the rides at Disney World. So I don't think he'll go ever either. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Um, Italy. And because I just really like Italian food too. And I want some authentic Italian food. Yeah. Not, I mean, this stuff is great that we make here, but I want some real Italian yes. food. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing that annoys you the most? 
Um, okay, well, side note, I'm pregnant right now, so lots of things. But I would <laughs> say the most is constantly repeating myself. You're right there with Alex then. <laughs> All right, go ahead and describe yourself in three words. Tired. No, I'm just kidding. That doesn't count. Um, pregnant. Yeah, uh, tired, hungry. pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> funny, hardworking, and a little stubborn. So those are good. Aren't we all? Yeah. And then what is your favorite TV show and or movie? Well, my favorite movie is The Grinch. Like it just is. <laughs> Perfect even timing. If, yeah, it's Christmas time. Yeah, even if it's not Christmas time, I think I could watch it. I just get judged a lot. Um, and our favorite TV show right now, Zach and I find old shows to binge watch. Mm-hmm. And we're really into Breaking Amish right now. So <laughs> that's how that's going. Gotcha. <laughs> well, then where can people find you if they're looking either to inquire, learn a little bit more about you or follow you on social? Um, so my social media tags are all the same. So it's kclementi4 um, on Instagram, Twitter, um, and then obviously on the physique development website, I'm there too. And Facebook as well is just Katie Clementi. So yeah. Yeah. And we'll have that in the show notes. And if you want to inquire with Katie, you can inquire in the link in her bio or in the physique development bio as well. And those links will be in the show notes. Um, as well. I just said as well twice, but that's where they're going to be. So thank you so much for being on, Katie. Um, As you can see, we have a good time together. And it's something that we want to continue to facilitate that family aspect of physique development. Now we'll even have a physique development baby. So we'll really be able to tout that family everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Coming next year. Yes. TV Christmas cards. Exactly. So thank you so much for being on. Um, I look forward to people being able to discover you or learn more about you through this podcast. Um, And like I said, if you're interested in working, you can go ahead and click on that inquiry link. But thank you for being on and we will see you next podcast. Hey guys, Austin here. Thank you again for listening into the episode. It means a lot. If you can, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review. This does help us grow and be found by others. Also, just wanted to mention, if you guys are interested in free education based around training and nutrition, be sure to check out physiquedevelopment.com backslash free education, where you'll find free downloads, videos, articles, etc. No strings attached. Again, thank you. Chat soon.